Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing to read the teachings of Lord Kapila, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada. Chapter 13 Perfect Knowledge Through Surrender hmm. We should read Bhagavad Gita as it is and understand the philosophy as Arjuna understood it. Arjuna was a friend of Krishna's. He was sitting with Krishna and speaking to him as a friend speaks to a friend. In the 11th chapter, after having seen the universal form, Arjuna tells Krishna, quote, I have in the past addressed you as, O Krishna, O Yadava, O my friend, without knowing your glories. Please forgive, forgive whatever I may have done, in madness or in love." Unquote. Arjuna understood that although Krishna was his friend, he was the Supreme Personality of Godhead and therefore the proper person to be his Guru. He therefore therefore told Krishna at the beginning of Bhagavad Gita 2.7 Shishyastiham shadhi mamtvam prapannam Quote Now I am your disciple and the soul surrendered unto you. Please instruct me. Unquote These are the instructions we get from Bhagavad Gita, and whoever reads Bhagavad Gita has to accept Krishna as the Guru. We have to render service to a Guru and surrender ourselves. It is not that one should accept just any person as a Guru. The Guru must be the representative of Krishna. Then one can surrender oneself. Surrender means that one will accept whatever the Guru says. It is not that one thinks, I do not care for my Guru's order, still I am a disciple. This is not actually accepting a Guru. Of course, it has become a fashion a fashion to accept a guru in this way, but this will not help anyone. As soon as Krishna became Arjuna's guru, Krishna immediately chastised him. Shri Krishna told him, Quote, While speaking learned words, you are mourning for what is not worthy of grief. Those who are wise lament neither for the living nor the dead. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 2.11 
In this way, Krishna essentially told Arjuna that he was fool number one for lamenting for those things for which one should not lament. Arjuna was lamenting for the body, thinking that it was horrible that his relatives would be killed in war. This was not the proper subject matter for him to be contemplating. The real subject matter for a wise man to contemplate is the salvation of the soul. Therefore, Sri Krishna first explained the distinction between the body and the soul. The Krishna consciousness movement is also concerned with the soul and therefore we have used the word consciousness because consciousness belongs to the soul. Consciousness is the symptom of the soul's presence. Because the soul is in the body, the body feels pleasure and pain. When the soul leaves the body, the body can be hacked to pieces and yet it will not protest. This is because the consciousness is gone. We feel pleasure and pain because consciousness is present. And Krishna advises us that it is this consciousness that is eternal, not the body. We have to purify, purify our consciousness in order to understand that consciousness is eternal. If we can do this, our lives will be successful. At the time of death, our consciousness carries us into another body. There are the mind, the intelligence and the ego, which constitute the subtle, subtle body. And there is also the spirit soul, which is even more subtle. We know that we possess a mind, although we cannot see it, nor can we see the intelligence, the ego, or the soul. We can only see the gross material body, and when this gross material body ends, we say that everything is finished. In order to understand these things, we have to approach a guru, just as Arjuna approached Sri Krishna. Sri Krishna told Arjuna in very gentlemanly language that he was not a learned man. In essence, he said, quote, You are not a pandita. Just try to understand that the real life is the life of the soul." Unquote. Vedic education means taking care of the soul. Presently the soul is encaged, embodied, entangled in material affairs. The soul is suffering and it is to our benefit to rescue him from these material clutches.
This is real education. To receive this education, one has to approach a proper guru. The guru is there, Krishna. The guru is also there as Kapila Deva, the incarnation of Krishna. Krishna informs us that he is the owner of the body and he has explained this in many different ways. He has stated that the soul can never, can never be cut to pieces, burned by fire, moistened by water or withered by the wind. Matter interacts with matter, but the soul does not belong, does not belong to the material world. This means that the soul is above material action and reaction. In the material world, even iron and stone can be melted. But the laws of material nature do not apply to the spirit soul. To understand these subjects, we should be careful to approach Krishna's representative. We should not approach a bogus guru who is like a blind man trying to lead other blind men. We must go to one who has open eyes, to one who has seen the absolute truth. The absolute truth is there, just as the sun is there for everyone to see. The sun does not hide. But a person can try to hide from the sun by closing his door. One must open the door in order to see the sun. Similarly, Krishna is there, God is there, and we have to come to Krishna and take the lessons of Bhagavad Gita to learn who and what God is. Rascals will not do this, but will simply manufacture some philosophy or other. There's actually no difficulty because Krishna's instructions are there and Krishna himself is there. Krishna is so kind that he says, quote, All right, if you cannot understand me in this way, just see me in water. Come on, if you do not understand me in that way, just see me in the sunshine. Unquote. Is this very difficult? Mm. There is nothing difficult about it. But we are very obstinate. Maya is also very strong. And as soon as we try to accept Krishna as the Supreme Lord, Maya will whisper in our ear, No, no, there are many gods. Why are you accepting Krishna? However, the Shastras say, Krishnastu Bhagavan Svayam Ishvara Paramakrishna Quote, Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. We should take our lessons from the Acharyas. 
and the Shastras. At least in India there are many great Acharyas, Ramanuja Acharya, Madhava Acharya, Vishnu Swami, and even Chankaracharya and Guru Nanak. All of these have accepted Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Why then should we reject Him? Why should we accept a competitor? We should not simply engage in mental speculation, but should accept Krishna in full consciousness and be happy. This is made possible by the help of the Guru. Therefore, Devahuti is further questioning her son, Kapila Deva. Jai. Tomorrow we shall start text number 29. We completed the purport of text number 28 of this chapter. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. And we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.